ECW Livecast. This week, we are covering ECW Hardcore TV, episodes 103 and 104 from April 11th and April 18th of 1995. I'm Mike Prue, back again with JV. JV, how's your fucking yard doing? We just got hit with a fucking hurricane, and they weren't calling it a hurricane. I don't know about that, but it was more of a nor'easter, but man, really, hurricane winds. Is your yard fucked up? Is my yard? Yeah, it's fucked up. I got pine tree, pine needles everywhere from my pine tree leaves. It sucks because I just fucking like cleaned it up and put new grass seed down the other day. Yeah, me too. I put some grass seed in the backyard. Now it's all just fucking blown away. Yeah. So now <laughs> I got to deal with that. I got tomorrow off, so I'll be, uh, that's one of my to-do uh, lists. I can start cleaning up the yard. I got the bags already. Well, I had today off because of the storm and I didn't do jack shit. I mean, it was fucking windy as fuck all day, so I'm not going to go outside and risk no, it hey, with that. a fucking it's branch. Still make, it's still making a mess. <laughs> yeah, it's still messy. Some schools in this area are still closing. Yeah. Because yep. the towns are so fucked up that they can't get rid of the trees in the road. Some towns wow. are still figuring out the loss of power. Some people still don't have power in, like, surrounding right. towns. Even in our town, people lost power. Except for Which us. Which is so. nuts that we didn't, because I feel like we're the first to lose power. Usually. Yeah. Usually... Like, we didn't even have, like, the little, <clears throat> like, little flicker of nah. losing power. I woke up, looked great. at the, uh, the clock on the stove, expected to be flashing, which means, like, you know, lost right. power. Right, exactly. And now nah, it was the right time. I was like, what the fuck? You, but I didn't you get lost any water internet, in my though. basement. I did. Oh, nice. It. Well, your basement, you you got your, uh, you got the door set up now, right? Yeah. Well, the Instead door's the not bulkhead. on yet, because the, the door is on special order, but the rest of it's been built. The walkout, so, like, yep. uh... That's what I had yeah. to walk on. Like, like three in the morning, I went outside. I went in the basement. I opened the fucking basement door to look inside. I'm like, no water. Sweet. Let's fucking go. Victory. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no water. Hey, fucking grown, grown adult problems and yeah, yeah. like achievements. <laughs> yeah, no water in the basement. <laughs> yeah, that that is a big problem. <laughs> Usually. But yeah, I didn't have water in the basement either. Fuck. I didn't even think of that. Shit. That's awesome. Yeah. We made out. Got lucky. So yeah, so it's it's been uh it's been a weird day, shitty day, and here we are now. We're back and we're back, you know, on time. We're back on time. It's been two weeks since uh, the Extreme ECW live cast, and we're back here. We got a good episode for you. Hell of an episode. This is ECW just getting better and better, and we're getting to that point in nineteen ninety five where it's like, oh shit, things are wild. This is ECW, you know, which is great for us to be able to say at this point, 
after having to go through 1993, part of 94, starts to get better in 94, and now here we are. Things are fucking taking off. But, uh, I mean, we'll get to that in a little bit, and I'll give you a little preview of what's to come before we get started. It's some damn good shit. But before we get into all that, thank you, BTT Army, BTT JV Goon Squad, for joining us here again on the Extreme ECW Livecast. And just give us a follow. You know, follow me, Mike Pru. Follow JV. You know, follow both of us on Twitter. I'm Mike Pru at MPRU83. Call JV at John Van Damage. And give us a follow on our page at ExtremeCast. And if you've been listening, you know, for 49 episodes plus Supercard specials, we've done nine of them. So, shit ton of episodes over the past, I mean, close to three years. Close to three years we've been doing this, right? Yeah, so we're, we started in 93, we're in 95. You know, we weren't doing it exactly every two weeks, so it's a little longer than two years. But yeah, every yeah. day's still like 2008 to me, so I don't know. Oh, so this, yeah, this is April 11th, 1995. I think the first episode was like April 8th or 9th of 1993. So a full two years in, plus the specials that we've done for the Supercards. So plenty of shit out there. And yeah, we've made it, we've made it to the good point. So yeah. So thank you for being part of this ride and tell us what you like about it on Twitter. And also check out our other show, which is coming to an end within the next six months or so. It's the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast, the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. We're in 19, not 19, we started in 1995 and we're up to 2003 and we're at the point where he's now the co-GM and he's wreaking some havoc and what we got to the point where is he's wreaking so much havoc that he causes Kane to take his mask off, basically. He's get he's got Kane so pissed off and flustered that he's gonna reveal his his shitty ass mullet hair. <laughs> and Kane's gonna go on a rampage. So that's where we are. Our last episode was episode one thirty. Boring and unmasked. So check that out on Bottom Line Wrestling Cast and follow us on Twitter at Bottom Line Cast. Also, special shout out to our boy, our research department, Rick Beebe. So Rick Beebe had uh, had a correction to make, and this was this was a big slip. I was like, I can't believe I even said that, but <laughs> he he, uh, he corrected me on Mikey Whipwreck's Hurricane Rana. So I had said, Oh, that's the Mikey Rana. I believe that's what I said. That is Mikey, what you said. Yeah. right? The Mikey Rana. And he's like, no, it's called the, the Franken-Mikey. I was like, fuck, no shit. It's called the Franken-Mikey. Why the fuck I say Mikey Rana? So <laughs> he tweeted that, and I responded like, that must be something else. So, you know, the Mikey Rana, you know, that's one of my signature moves in the bet. You know, oh, the, the Mikey Rana. <laughs> <laughs> and then I thought of it, like, obviously it's not, but imagine doing that, like, <laughs> Oh, I don't want to explain it, but it could be something that could be put on Urban Dictionary. Someone write it up. One of those nasty, like, strawberry shortcake type things. The Mikey Ron. <laughs> yeah, rusty trombone. Right. It's when a Mikey jumps up and uh, puts his blunt in the blunt and does a, <laughs> does a flip. <laughs> yeah, something like that. All right, we're getting off the rails quick here with that. So anyway, thank you, Rick BB, for correcting us with the Frank and Mikey. But you also said, here's another thing. And I love this. He said that 
listening to this podcast is like hanging out with his buddies and shooting the shit about you know drinking booze and other all the other bullshit that comes up when you're just hanging out with your buddies. Yeah, that was a great tweet. Yeah. And that's exactly the feel that we want this show to be. Yep. You know, we want you to be you know we want it to be like you're sitting watching wrestling with us. You know, with your friends, with your pals, like J V. So thanks Rick BB for putting that out there and I hope everybody else feels like that when they watch this. And if you do enjoy this, spread the word because I'm sure your other friends would like to join in on some ECW. And this is a great point in time to jump in with ECW, as I said. It's it's really good at this point. You know, <laughs> we're like we're like the ECW fans. We're like, oh uh, yeah, we were watching it since '93. And then you get your friends that come along, like, yeah, you gotta watch it now. It's really cool. They're like, oh yeah, I watch this. Like half-ass wrestling fans. You know, get those half-ass wrestling fans to come check this out now. Even though they didn't want to watch '93, '94, they might want to listen and watch to '95. So. Tell them about it now because things are getting reel them in, right? Get them in, get them in here. All right, so that's that. And as I said, I wanted to give you a little kind of preview of what we got coming up here. And these two episodes are going to cover three way dance from April eighth, nineteen ninety five, and then we're going to even get into Hostile City Showdown from nineteen ninety five, which is just a couple weeks later. So some of the things we're going to be covering is a match between Tuco Scorpio. And Eddie Guerrero for the ECW TV title. We're going to get an ECW championship match. Shane Douglas versus Sandman from Three Way Dance. We're going to get highlights of the ECW tag team championship match. Between Dean Malenko, Chris Benoit, Public Enemy, and Taz and Sabu. But there's going to be a little twist. There's going to be somebody else joining the match. Instead of one of those people. So we'll get to that later. And then also, we get the debut of Beulah McGillicuddy. Goddamn. We get the Pitbulls versus the Broad Street Bullies. Raven versus Tommy Dreamer. And then another rematch between Shane Douglas and the Sandman. JV, this is like fucking pay-per-view. This is like... Yeah, this is Big League. Man, this is all good shit. Holy moly. What a show we got coming up for you. I feel like... I feel like it's the beginning of WWF Superstars. And we got a great show for you today. <laughs> we got this guy in action. We got Jim the Evil Nightheart in action. <laughs> you know, bullshit like that. Without further ado, man, let's get it started. It's going to be Hardcore TV, episode 103, from April 11th, 1995. And most of this coverage will be a three-way dance. And... It's 46 minutes and 29 seconds long. If you're going to watch along with us, don't forget your BT, BTT Patreon member so you have access to the drive. And if you don't have access to it, make sure you get access to it. Just email Mike Mills at the book in the territory at gmail.com and he'll give you access to it. So check us out there and follow along. And I think it's pretty close on the network too. Just might be off a second or two if you're going to watch it on the network. But the episode's available there, too. Again, it's April 11th, 1995. JV, you all, you all set? Ready? Yep. All right. So I'll give a countdown, as always. Three down to one. When I say play, we all click play. Three, two, one, play. All right, so we're starting off with Todd Gordon. Let's take a listen. He has something important to say. Refusal 
to honor his obligation to both the ECW and its fans by appearing and performing at the three-way dance, Sabu has been indefinitely suspended. Oh shit, that's big news. Sabu is indefinitely suspended. So what I was saying before, somebody's going to be replaced. Well, that person's going to be Sabu. So we'll find out who's going to take Sabu's spot in that three-way dance. JV has no idea. I have an idea because I had to put the notes together. So I know who it is. JV? Don't look at the notes. Yeah. And that's what I like. You've never watched this before? You don't look at the notes? It's all brand new. Is it going to be someone we've seen on here before? It's not going to be somebody we've seen on here before, but it's going to be somebody that everybody knows. RVD? No. Not RVD. But it's, and it's someone we've not seen on ECW. TV we haven't before. seen on ECW, but he already has a name. So it's not somebody new. Huh. I don't know. All right. We'll find out, though. Yeah, we'll find out. Joey! Alright, Joey Styles opening the show. Alright, so Joey... I had those same glasses as a kid. I know! I always say you look like Joey Styles. <laughs> you, know, you always look like a mix of like Joey Styles and George Costanza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's my mannerisms. I have a lot of George Costanza mannerisms. Yeah. <laughs> You ever see Seinfeld, like, the episodes where George, George Costanza just yells at the sky? Ah! Yeah. That's yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> I watch it, the show more now as an adult. I mean, obviously, I love it. Um, and I'm always like, fuck. I see what people mean when they say I'm like George from Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But it's funny knowing that you were like that when you were 12. <laughs> it's awesome. All right, so here we go. We got Chris Benoit, kind of promo in the ring. Let's see if we can make out what he's saying. What his fucking big ass hairdo? Look at that hair, man! Holy shit! Fluff Daddy in the house. I always have a problem like figuring out the fucking volume. Oh, he just called Sabu a pussy. <laughs> that guy getting hyped with his purple vest in the front row. Fucking guy in the Lakers jersey doing a golf clap. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Call him a pussy. That was good. Look at that dude in the bottom right. Like, It's like Raven's butt buddy. And somebody just threw something down his little vest. He's like, what the that's fuck, what I was man? talking about. Oh, that's who you're vest. talking about? That guy, yeah. Yeah. He's got, like, that Rastafarian here. Oh, fucking Taz! Badass Taz is here! This ain't Tasmaniac. This is Taz with some Zubai shorts. And his hair and a little pony like he's Brock Lesnar. 2021. Ah, fucking Taz. Does this mean we're getting... The new Taz soon, the human suplex machine. Oh, Demolico from behind. Clotheslines the fuck out of Taz. Alright, so this is all happening on three-way dance from April 8th, 1995. And I didn't mention this in the opening. 
But this is also available in its entirety on the BTT Drive. And here it is. Here it is, JV. This is the guy I was talking about that everybody knows. It's fucking who is it, JV? I can't see. Oh, Rick Steiner. Rick Steiner. Braun Breaker. Braun Breaker's dad. <laughs> <laughs> I loved Rick Steiner. Oh, look at wrestler. Rick Steiner and Taz as a team? That's cool. That's a fucking hell of a team. Look at the crowd loving Rick Steiner. 1995. So this is probably right before he goes back to night, uh, WCW. WCW, yeah. Yep. It's funny. I was going to call it Nitro because basically that's what WCW that's was. What it was. <laughs> <laughs> but it was actually, there was no Nitro yet until uh, September. September 95. Look at that. Taz and Steiner. That's badass. I would have never guessed him. Does Scott Steiner come eventually? Not that I remember. I don't think so. We saw the unique pairing of the dog face gremlin Rick Steiner and Taz. And if you would like to own a three-way dance. All right. So Joey Styles is putting over the three-way dances available to order. And again, like I said. We're putting over that you can go to the BTT Drive and check it out there. Courtesy of our pal Richard Land, who made that available to us on the drive. See it in its entirety. We're not going to do that as a super card because Hostile City Showdown comes just a week and a half later. And that's a big show. So we're going to do that as a super card special next time on the Extreme ECW Livecast. So we'll only see a little bit of Hostile City Showdown here on this episode that we're covering. But we'll cover it. Hostile entirety. City Showdown. This sounds like an old NES game. Oh yeah, like we, did, we did. We did knockoff. <laughs> we did it last year. We did '94. Mm -hmm. This is, you know, if they if they had a big four, this is one of them. ECW TV title match. All right, TV title match. We got. Eddie Guerrero, all fucking decked out in USA gear. <laughs> He's proud to be an American. Where at least I know I'm free. Because he's out of Mexico. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, whatever. All right, so it's Tuco Scorpio against Eddie Guerrero. And Tuco Scorpio's shoulders all wrapped up. Eddie's gear is pretty cool, though. You got the it is dope. I like it. Red white, it's it's red white and blue tights, but it's ripped. So in the ripped spots, it exposes the stars. That's pretty fucking badass. And then there's fringes coming off where the rips are. Badass tights. And Tuco Scorpio is just wearing his old generic tights from WCW when he's teaming up with Marcus Alexander Bagwell. <laughs> and he had his little hip hop song in the park. Hey, Tuco Scorpio! And the kid's are like shooting basketball. He just like gets out of his limo. He's like, yeah, I'm here, man. And then he just tosses the ball in. Yeah, <laughs> we covered that. Yeah. We, we covered that on a Hollywood Blondes episode on Bottom Line Wrestling Cast. But not here on ECW. Which, which these people should be listening to, too. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, if you're not totally into Stone Cold Steve Austin, hey, we have coverage of Stunning Steve Austin in WCW if you check out our Hollywood Blondes episodes. So go ahead, check that out at Bottom Line Cast. All right, so we're going to get a nice wrestling match here. These guys are just working, you know, uh, right in the middle of the ring. So, you know, they're trying to gain an advantage on each other. Eddie Guerrero gets a quick, quick advantage there and gets two gold tied up in a leg lock. Head scissors. Yeah, head scissors, leg lock. I remember Buff Bagwell, well, Marcus Allen said it back well. His tights aren't that color, though, right? Aren't they, like, orange and black? Yeah, he has the orange. Orange and white. Well, I was just bringing up, like, the time that he was in No, no, WCW no. Yeah, yeah. Well. I'm saying I remember that. And I'm pretty yeah. sure, like, he had the same style of shorts. Uh, Opposite tights, color. Different colors. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, for Bagwell, he'd have white on the left and orange on the right. And Scorpio would have white on the right, orange on the left kind of thing. They look like creamsicles. Yeah, they just wear, like, the opposite pants. All right, so we get some Matt wrestling here. Eddie Guerrero looking like he's 40 years old when he was only like 26 years old, because <laughs> he's got the, he's got the. That's like George Costanza in Seinfeld. He's like supposed to his character is like 28, <laughs> and he was though. <laughs> yeah, he was too, but like he don't look it. I always think when you look at somebody he, as, as a, a child, kid, he was like 40. Right, as a 40. child, you always think they're just older. Yeah. And then you see yourself as the age you are now, and you're like, what? <laughs> How's that possible? But I wonder if children today, like, you know, a 12-year-old would look at us and be like, you guys are old fucks. <laughs> Probably. Probably, right. Even when my neighbor thinks he doesn't believe I'm 37, that makes me feel good. Oh, yeah, it all depends on how. Like, really? It's like, I thought you were like 30. Yeah, I guess it all depends on what you talk about and shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, and what helps is if you're cooler than their dad, you're always younger than their dad. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Man, Matt Wrestling Clinic going on here, back and forth. I'm not going to try to be Vince McMahon and be like, oh, what a maneuver, what a maneuver. Well, they're agreeing to shake hands, and Eddie Guerrero's like, nah, fuck that, pal. I'm taking advantage. We've been so neck and neck. This is my chance to fucking take an advantage. And Eddie clotheslined his ass and took that advantage. He stole it. He lied, chilled, and cheat. What the fuck did I say, cheat? <laughs> he, he lied, stole, and cheat. That sounds like you said sleep. Sleep. That's what I need, <laughs> some sleep. <laughs> All right, now we're getting into a sharpshooter. No, oh, calling it the Scorpion Deathlock here. And, oh, what a great. Wow, that was a great counter by Scorpio to break out of that Scorpion Deathlock. He just rolled out and fucking spun it. And rolled, unfortunately, old, old rolled Eddie right into the ropes, and Eddie grabbed the rope. So they had the break there, and now they're back in the center of the ring. Locking up once again. And Eddie decides, I'm going to pretend to lock up with you, but then hit you with a standing drop kick. And a standing drop kick always looks nice, especially when done by Eddie Guerrero. 
Oh, especially Eddie. And this always looks great. Oh, I love that. Woo! That's a signature Eddie Guerrero move right there. That suplex. It's like a brain buster type thing. Yeah, it's like a brain bust. Now Eddie's going to the top. Are we getting a, a frog splash already? Yes! Frog splash! Boom! Right in the center of the ring! That's got to be a three oh. count. Not even a two count. The fuck? Two and a half? It was a two. It was a two, but oh. Scorpio kicked out. Do it in the front row. Fucking purple vest front row. Yeah, purple vest. He's, He's hanging over. Out. He is on cocaine. <laughs> He's on the cocaine. He's on the cocaine. I know that's not the song, but I just wanted to say it like that. Sounds yeah, better he... than the original. <laughs> <laughs> He's hanging over the fucking rail and count. Two! It was two! It's like, dude, we know, man. What are you in? Rewind motion here? Hey, what the fuck's the ref doing? Choking out Eddie Guerrero? <laughs> he just grabbed him in the back of the neck. I think he was trying to loosen up Scorpio's hand on his on Eddie's neck. But leave it alone, man. Eddie Guerrero with a little cheap shot just poked fucking... Too cold in the eyes like he's Mo from Three Stooges. We get some leapfrog action. Oh, on the hook, takedown, drop kick from Too Cold. And Eddie's down, and the crowd is loving it. Back and forth between crowd reactions here. Eddie does something great, the crowd claps. Scorpio, same thing. Now, Crescent. Crescent or Savat. Or Worst super shoulder kick. tape job ever. Whatever the fuck you want to like call it. like he's got scotch tape on his fucking arm. Looks like he has a fucking cast on his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Scorpio's in the corner. He's waiting for Eddie. Boom! Boot to the face. Eddie's now set up in the corner. Scorpio grabs him. He's going to toss him out of the ring like a dickhead. And then we got Vest Boy. Vest Boy's like, come on, man. Boom! Oh, holy shit. Whipped. Scorpio whips. Grow right into the guardrail. Now he's going to do it again to the other side. Some action for you over there. Oh, my God. Dude's got a frying pan. Give me that frying pan. It's like, fuck you, brother. I'm not taking your frying pan with your shitty-ass Pittsburgh Steelers hat. 1995 Steelers. Bullshit. They were in a Super Bowl that year, right? 95? Or was it 94? 94 season? No, it was 95, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Bill O'Donnell against Troy Aikman. Yeah. I remember all the 90s Super Bowls. So this is right after uh, right after that. April of 95. All right, too cold. Got Eddie oh. Chance going in the crowd. Yeah, the crowd loves Eddie. This is a hell of a match. I don't know who's supposed to be working as the heel here. I don't think there is one. I don't yeah, I don't think there is. If anybody's working heel, it's Eddie. But he's over with the crowd, so it's not working. It's, but it's I, the tights. <laughs> but I think you're right, exactly, USA. But I, I think everyone's on board that these are two great wrestlers, and it's one of those kind of respect matches. The crowd will go back and forth between both of them, depending on what they do in the ring. And now we have Eddie Guerrero on top. Scorpio's on the outside, flying body, oh man, a flying body press. We don't get to see it all because the camera angle sucks. Man, he went flying out, landed on Scorpio onto the concrete floor, right around the entrance area. 
on the left of the hard cam. The crowd is chanting, Eddie, Eddie. And we can see the guy in the front row right now who's a regular at WWF shows all the time. Yeah. I would describe him as like a little Italian guy with slick back hair. He's the oldest. What do these shirts say in black? You see them? Uh, like four, I didn't see them. four different people had the same shirt on. The ECW shirt? Maybe it was an ECW shirt. White lettering? I know right in the front row there's ECW shirt. Looks like, like a new shirt. Non-camera sign. Non-camera. Non okay, I'll... Cradle suplex going for cover. See how oh, he hooks his leg over for the pin on his arm? Love that. That's what wrestling's supposed to look like. Yeah, you gotta make that cover. I feel like my audio's too loud. I can't hear you. <laughs> I have to fucking get it right. All right, so Scorpio. You're using the player in Google Drive. That's what I use. It yeah, that's what I'm using. Oh, raking the eyes. Oh, spinning DDT off of the top rope, and that gets a standing ovation, especially from Hat Guy. Front and center, they love it. Cover one, two, kick out. We got a wrestling match here, JV. Woo! Big chop. Yep, knife edge chops in the corner. Whip this is a really good match so far, though. Oh, there's been nothing wrong with this match. No. This is this like usually a classic. Yeah, there's usually something for us to bitch about. And there hasn't been one yet. I guess that's because it's Scorpio and Eddie. Oh, <laughs> nice fucking move, oh, Eddie. Yeah, Scorpio went to the top rope, and Eddie just pushed his legs out, so Scorpio crotched himself on the top turnbuckle. Now he's sitting on the top turnbuckle. Eddie's going up. Eddie's going to go for a Hurricane Rana. Hurricane Rana off the top rope. Crowd's chanting. It's like a fucking golf match. Hey, you did a good job. You did a good job. <laughs> We love it. This is wrestling. This is wrestling. That's what they would be doing today. Probably Fight forever. The whole fucking match. Yeah. This is awesome. Except these guys are just clapping. Like, yeah, good job. We ain't fucking chanting. We're clapping, bitch. Eddie's setting him up again for the same thing. It looks like he's going to go for that Hurricane Rana again. Oh, Eddie flips out. And Scorpio jumps in. Cross body. Yeah, cross body on him. Only for a two count. But that was great awareness by Eddie to be like, shit, it wasn't going to work, so I'm bouncing out of here. Yeah, before I hurt you. Right, and he set himself up. Ooh, that cross body. Nice right hand there from Too Cold. That's pretty cool just to see a straight up punch. Like, fuck you, yeah. I'm knocking you out. Fucking wind up. <laughs> We've been doing all this flip and flop, and here's a punch, motherfucker. Didn't work, though. Now they're back to hitting the corners. Got a dive. Power slam. Oh, Scorpio's going for the moonsault. Going up to the top. Oh, moonsault. He's got to win here. Come on. One, two. Oh, Eddie kicks out. Oh. What a way to kick off a show, JV. Oh, my God. That's right. This is the opening match. Feels See, like a main event. No? Again, guys, this is from the Three Ways Dance Supercard. Three Way Dance Supercard. Available in the drive. You want to see it? Or you want to see the whole show? Powerbomb! 
Look at the referee. Referee is like reacting as he is probably told not to. You're not supposed to be act shocked about anything that happens in the ring. <laughs> but he's like, oh my god, I can't believe it. And a leg drop. Spinning leg. I love that. Standing spinning leg drop. Too cold. He's got a good yeah, he's gotta be setting up to go for his big his big spin. Yeah. What was it, the 450 splash? 450 splash, I think, yeah. You know, whoop, there it is. Whoop, there it is. Thought you knew. I want Eddie to move. Come on, Eddie. Move. There it is. Thought you knew. Oh! Oh! What was that? Oh, it was a leg drop. That was different. Called it a tumble? Yeah, that was something different. That was sick. That was awesome. He did a spin, but landed as a leg drop. I, I think he messed up. See how high he got? He did. But he, he messed up, but it landed, like, perfectly. Right. He didn't hurt Eddie at all. But he looks disappointed, like, shit, I messed up. Dude's upset at the event. Yeah, he, he lifted Eddie up because it wasn't the finish that they intended. So now we just hit a super kick, and I bet he's going to hit it now, and it'll be over. Unless, well, maybe, hey, maybe I'm being played here. We'll see. All right. Slapping the fuck out of Eddie. Eddie with a roll-up. One, two, three. Oh, shit. All right. So the story's supposed to be Scorpio could have finished him, but wanted to go for more. And lost. And Eddie Guerrero wins the ECW TV Championship. Let's go. Man. We're going to have to see more of him. Yes. He's going to be the fucking champ. And he's going to go on to have matches with the likes of Dean Malenko. And this was a great, this was a, like a solid four-star match, if not higher. Fucking awesome. Like if that, Amazing. If that, if that Scorpio move was the botch of the match, that's the maybe, greatest botch of all time. <laughs> maybe it wasn't a botch. Maybe it was supposed to be that, and that's where he got yeah. cocky. He's like, I'm not done yet. All right, so we got Eddie and Scorpio in the ring. Eddie's extending his hand. Shake his head. Scorpio his looks kind of pissed like shit. How did I let that one slip by me? I had you. And Eddie just, you know, got the better of him. Now Scorpio's sending his hand. All right, they're shaking. They raise each other's hand. Fuck yeah. Great match. How oh, out of cactus. In the midst Have to shut up. Drive. It's really pretty simple. You turn on the radio... And any song that comes on, you sing as if you were Bob Dylan. It works with virtually any tune. What's your favorite song? Come on. Oh, serious. Just pick anything. Anything comes in your head. Smells like Teen Spirit. That feels stupid and contagious. Here we are now. Entertain us. Hey, where, where about you? I want to put your hand by the I understand. So you see, it works pretty good. And then I said, Mikey, here's another one I made up as I went. You talk in everyday life as if you were Axl Rose, and you say, please pass me the French fry eyes. <laughs> but it didn't get such a good uh, you know, response from Mikey, but it got me to thinking. It got me to thinking about Guns N' Roses. You see, I'm not the greatest Guns N' Roses fan in the world. As a matter of fact, I kind of lost touch with them a little bit when Axl wore the Charlie Manson t-shirt on the video. But that doesn't stop me from liking some of their tunes. And it got me thinking, now, in the world of music, big-time music, just like in the world of big-time professional wrestling, there's only so many top spots. And once you grab hold of one of those spots, you don't let go. So why would a guy like Easy Stradlin, who had it made, 
the girls, the different countries, the platinum records, why would he jump ship to live the rest of his musical career in obscurity? Why? Well, maybe Axl Rose was a Maybe Izzy couldn't stand the ground he walked on. Maybe the very sight of Axel in his pompous ways made him sick to his stomach, made him feeling up like throwing up all over Axel's cowboy shoes. That's the way he went. And I can familiarize, because Terry Funk, how does this apply to me? How does it apply to you? And how does it apply to April 15th? Well, hello, Axel. This is Izzy Stradlin. But I'm not jumping ship. See, I'm not leaving ECW, and I'm not going to live the rest of my life in obscurity. I'm going to outsing you. And I called up my mom. You see, anytime I had a problem, no, no, it used to be when I had a problem, I called Terry Funk. But now I can't stand the ground that his miserable, shaking knees walk on. And so I said, Mommy, Mommy, what can I do? There's a man out there, Terry Funk, who's done more in this sport than I'll ever do who's more of a role model than I'll ever be. And I've got a match April 15th, and I've got serious doubts. He burned me, Mommy. He burned me bad. And then he piled drove your little boy on a flaming branding iron. What can I do? And she said, Mickey, do you remember the little story about the little engine who could? I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. And I said, Mom, I hate that story. Tell me a different story, Mommy. Tell me about this psychotic, evil man who was piled driven on a flaming branding iron by an even more psychotic, even more evil man. And she got this worried look in her eyes like she didn't know what had gone wrong down the birth canal. And she said, well, son, that's not in our Disney book of stories. And I said, Mommy, don't you understand? This isn't Disney World. And this isn't MGM, it's ECW, where only the tough survive. And Terry Funk, you're one of the toughest, but I'm Cactus Jack. And in my book, that still means a little something. So I'll be coming after you in the intimate confines of my home. The ECW arena, Terry Funk, I'm going to put you out, and I'm going to tell that story to my children. Bang, bang! <laughs> that was a fucking... Awesome promo. That was epic. I love that. That's like one of my favorites. Just like the whole Bob Dylan thing, Guns N' Roses. And then continuing on, it was great content. And now we're seeing some great shit in the ring, but <laughs> I love that. It's a Bob Dylan shit. Any song that you want to play, I'm going to sing it this way. <laughs> All right, now we got Terry Funk. Let's listen to the Funkster. What Funksta. is that, a branding iron? Yeah, he's got a branding iron. This is like so. a callback to what, uh, a couple years ago. Yeah, but apparently at Freeway Dance, Terry brought the branding iron out and hit Cactus Jack with it. And that's building up to their match at Hostile City Showdown. Alright, so let's lay out and see what, what else Terry Funk has to say here. What you are going to produce is a whining sloppy, degenerate of a child. I'm talking about your family, Cactus Jack. He's this. You see, I am trying to make you as mad as possible because I realize that you're short on one thing. What you are short on 
and certainly not your stomach size, but you are short on guts and heart. I want to say everything that I possibly can to make you as mad, to make you as furious, and to make you a formidable opponent for myself. You see, I think you are nothing but a filthy, sloppy puke that doesn't have a bit of wrestling ability because I am the man that has been around longer than any other professional wrestler. There's only one Terry Funk. There's only one Windmillion, 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 Windmillion. Wind milling, pile driving, neck breaking, back breaking, bear hugging, wrist locking, knee dropping, toe holding, son of a gun. And you can't even walk in my footsteps. Believe me, I have a family that is a wonderful family. I fight for my family. They are my life, they are my love, they are my breath. They are my heart. I have something to live for. What do you have? A couple of pigs, slop hogs. What else would possibly want to wake up to you in the morning? Well, your old lady isn't going to have to look at you after April the 15th. <laughs> You're all mine, Cactus. You're all mine. <laughs> ah, damn. The testicle. Cactus. And Terry Funk, oh, such a great feud. But Terry Funk, we love him. He's great. But man, when he's a heel, there's times where I'm like, I hate you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's an asshole. You evil motherfucker. He's so fucking great. Alright, so we got Joey Styles now. Looks like he's gonna... Alright, so he's giving us some recap. Alright, so we got a recap of the Shane Douglas, Sandman... When Shane Douglas came to the aid of Cactus, the woman tried to lure Shane Douglas in, and Shane Douglas decided against it. Let's see where this goes. Oh, we're going to get the match now. Alright, set up your championship match from three-way dance coming up. That was a fucking big match, JV. Woman. God. Damn. Yep. JV, what are you doing? Wh whacking off over there? <laughs> huh? <laughs> I said, oh, what are you doing? Whacking off? Because <laughs> <laughs> a woman, I was like, damn. Ah, I like she wear. Save my favorite outfit of hers. Shit, I got my shit too loud. Can you not hear me? That's probably part of it. Yeah, maybe. Because <laughs> it sounds like you're screaming sometimes. Could be. Yeah, I'm trying to fucking figure out this audio. I gotta put, like, the audio on the player low. Yeah, but you, yeah, you do have to be like very 
like precise with it because mine is almost like off. Yeah, that's pretty much how it is. Now, and I gotta have my regular volume like to the max. Alright, so Sam is doing his long ass opening. Modern day loner? Okay. So, woman has the Singapore cane. We got some Singapore canes in the crowd, too. They just look like fucking pool cues, though. <laughs> <laughs> they do. See, <laughs> straight shooters. Yeah, straight shooters. Sandman's still rocking his uh, Rex Quandos. You don't want a roundhouse kicking one of these bad boys. Forget about it. I'm not going to stop mentioning that until he stops wearing them. So. And you shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. That needs to live on. Oh, that guy just tried grabbing a woman's ass. Fucking vest boy. Now, we've watched all these episodes, right? That dude has never been in the front row. He's like the newcomer. And he's trying to get himself over big time in that front row. Yeah, I got this fucking silk vest on. I'm just going to be a lot of obnoxious and stand out. I hope the fucking originals in the front row, like, jump him. <laughs> Beat his ass. Get the fuck out of here, you phony. Phony motherfucker with your little fucking purple vest on. Get the hell out of here. You try to grab our woman's ass. Must never, never land. It's funny how they... On a TV program, they'll play this whole entrance of the Sandman. They got limited time. Let's take up three minutes just for this entrance. Well, at the time, man, the music, the music's what drew people in, I think. Yeah. Drew me in. Yep. It helps the product out a lot. It does. And like, fuck it. Barely anybody's watching it, so we're just stealing this music. <laughs> no, no one's going to rat us out. <laughs> Who's going to be watching and rat, rat them out? No one gives a fuck. Oh, modern day caner, that says, not loner. Fucking dude doesn't know how to write a C. He writes a C like a fucking five-year-old. You're the sign guy. Have some awareness of the space on your sign. I'm, I'm just kind of deflecting that I didn't notice it said caner, so I'm shitting on him instead. To the extreme. <laughs> All right, so Shane Douglas doesn't get his great entrance with his with his badass music. Yeah, I know, better song. Right, he's just in the ring, and he's looking thin. Hey, he does look leaned out. Yeah, he's not looking as swole. Oh, as they say. All right, so woman's got to go. Sandman's being a gentleman. Oh. Shane Douglas goes right after the leg. Hey, you want to be a nice guy? Go right after Assles the leg. Assholes make kicks look a lot better. Yes. Like That's probably why the warrior wear a fucking tassels over his body. Yeah, everything he did was... <laughs> oh, tassels! <laughs> Alright, nice suplex. Boom! Vertical suplex by Shane Douglas. I like how Joey Styles just said, now the wrestler Shane Douglas, because Sandman is not a fucking wrestler. 
just a fucking dude to what American Surfing pants it. on. <laughs> well, we did see at times he did wrestle as the uh, surfer in the beginning. But he's way beyond that now. He's fucking smoking and drinking. <laughs> He's just a character now at this point. Not a wrestler. Well, yeah. Well, Shane Douglas is stuck in a hold. Yeah. Like a fucking half-ass chicken wing. Yeah. Pretty much what it is. It's like the drumette. Yeah, woman is not slapping Shane Douglas in the face, so Sandman is getting Shane Douglas' face right against Right against the rope, right against the ropes there, and he wants woman to smack him, but she's not doing it. Shoulder breaker from Sandman down to Douglas, and Douglas is in agony, and he's crawling over to the ropes again. He's getting close to woman, and we get that half half chicken wing on. Salt sucks. Yeah, sucks dick <laughs> and big time. Just like Sandman sneakers. The fuck are those? Those aren't <laughs> even those. anything. What are those? I was like. JC Penny nothings. Get those JC Penny's no brand. Just white sneaker. It's like a sneaker you order on Wish in like twenty twenty one. Alright, so this match is obviously um, you know, cutting. And we have Sandman now randomly at the top rope. He drops a leg drop off the top rope. Again, if you want to see this match in its entirety, it's in the BTT drive. Three-way dance. I didn't watch a three-way dance because I don't want to watch the stuff ahead of time. But I might go back and watch everything on my own. What what kind of pile driver is that? That was a fucked up pile driver. There, there Inverted. Is... Reverse. No, that's how a pile driver should be. But the way he was holding him was kind of weird. Oh, that's why. Yeah. The way he was holding his legs was... He was strapping his arms around his legs instead of holding yeah. him by the waist. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. You're right. Yeah. Now Sandman's going to take a fucking butt here. What kind of cigarettes does Sandman smoke, JV? Probably camels. Camels, <laughs> Filterless camels. Filterless camels. Oh, nut shot! Douglas fucking grabs the cane. Nut shot. Roll up. Referee is distracted by woman. Now he's down. One, two. You got three on it? You got three. He retained the title. More importantly, do you know what cigarettes he smokes? Do you know the answer? To no, that? no. I was just seeing what a typical cigarette that Sandman would smoke. Based on your uh, view of Sandman, what would he be smoking? <laughs> Camels. <laughs> if you would have asked me, I probably would have said, like, Newports. <laughs> yeah, that too. That was my second guess. <laughs> oh, fuck! Woman and Shane Douglas embracing. Oh, shit. Woman is now aligning herself with Shane Douglas. Is she's what? back with Shane Douglas. And what did he just... Oh, he just dumped the, uh, the camels. Camels on... Uh... <laughs> he picks one of them up. Sandman picks up one of the discarded camel cigarettes. He's going to light it up, smoke it up. I think that's when I realized cigarettes weren't for me. When people were like, they'd find them on the ground and light them up. 
<laughs> yeah. Right. What is this trash I just put it's in like, my mouth? Yeah, I don't want to be that guy. No. Postscript. I right, would let's... never pick like a roach off the ground and weed and smoke it. No, wasn't mine. All right, let's take a listen to Sandman smoking his uh, camels, Newports, or Parliament. Well, what you've encouraged, woman, is the wrath that you're gonna receive right now. You saw what I did to my wife. What do you think I'm going to do to you, Shane Douglas? I'm going to beat you like you've never been beaten before. <laughs> woman, you better bring every woman's activist that you know to the ring Saturday night. I'm going to beat you, Shane Douglas. Then I'm going to beat woman like the bitch that she is. Bam. Got beat woman. Bring you a woman activist, because I'm going to beat all those bitches what up. What a drag. What a drag. Wow. I all remember right. <laughs> taking Sandman for a ride. <laughs> I remember that. I remember these long fingernails up and down my back, caressing the franchise after a victory. I remember that. After the lights went out, the only thing I remember is fireworks. <laughs> you see something, Sandman? I've said it once shots? and a thousand <laughs> times, and you've simply become the latest victim of my rhetoric. That you and many others like you haven't got what it takes to take what I got, and it's called the Extreme Championship Wrestling's World Heavyweight Belt. You see, I'm addicted to the gold, my friend. It's something I'm not giving up easy. You see, you got people standing in line someplace waiting for Big Brother to hand them something that they ain't got the right to deserve. But what I hold over my shoulder, I deserve. What I hold right here and what's right here at arm's length is mine because I earned it. I earned it with blood, sweat, and tears. I earned it by kicking people like your ass. Hey, man, get that camera out of my face. I don't want my wife to see this. <laughs> Well, my buy himself this. things in this world that when I was a poor little boy in the project couldn't even dream of. And it's not about time for me to say, here it is. I'm throwing it away because my bank account's full and because my body's worn out from after matches. <laughs> oh, no, it's not. <laughs> Let's keep that a secret. Oh, why? Sandman, real simple. This Saturday night, in ECW Arena, I shut your mouth once and for all. You go out and you brag about whooping on a woman, saying I punched my wife right in the face on national TV. <laughs> a big man tried to do it to me this Saturday night. And what you'll find out is that the franchise is going to take this and shove it so far up your rear end that you're going to choke on it. You see, because when you start talking about kicking people up and beating people down, and talking about women, and talking about your wife, and what a big tough man you are by swinging that stick. What you're talking about is my game. Inside the squared circle, I'm the lion. It's my jungle, and you're nothing more than prey. <laughs> Sandman, you don't scare me. You make all the idle threats that you want to, but you just remember one thing. I was around you when you were vulnerable, when you had nothing, and I was the one who rose you and brought you to where you were. You are nothing without me, and you always will be. 
I was the brains, I was the power. It was on that and rose I still meeting. Am. <laughs> Nothing left to say. <laughs> a fucking Shane Douglas in his fucking jean jacket is hilarious. It, it looks good with the title, though. It does. It's like nice contrast. But, but it looks so old, like, you know, yeah, dated. totally 95, 94. Ah, yeah. Even, probably more so I, like 92. <laughs> I was going to say, it's past its uh, Yeah. It's already wrestlers, past. wrestlers always carry their style a little too long. Well, I think I carried my style on for too long, too. Like, I'm still wearing clothes that I wore, like, in fucking, like, 2013 to work. <laughs> like, what, what, what? Yeah, what? I mean... Yeah, that like style dress, doesn't change. Yeah. Like teacher clothes, like right, teacher clothes. which is basically just like business casual office clothes. Right, but still. <laughs> so one thing that I didn't notice that they showed in that recap there with women and Shane Douglas is that during the match, women slipped the the cane to Shane Douglas. I didn't see that. In the no, match. I didn't notice that either. Yeah. So while she's talk- yeah, so while he's talking to the ref, she has it and tossed it in. Missed it. Probably looking at the fucking vest guy. <laughs> Alright, so we're getting a public enemy recap here. And we got the chicha bang bang. Why the fuck did Rock or Rock just dive off the chair with nobody, dive off the stage with nobody on the table? Anyway. Burn it up. Burn him up. Burn up. Alright, so this is probably our last segment here because there's only about a minute left in the show. But we are not playing this fucking song as our break because we've already done this. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Alright, so this is actually clips. We're seeing clips of the three-way dance, which is what the big show was. The three-way dance. Public Enemy, Dean Malenko, Chris Benoit against Taz and Steiner. And they're playing this fucking Chicha Bang Bang song. Then we have... Who comes out here? Who is this? Oh, the Pitbulls. Alright, the Pitbulls come out in this match. Alright, so the Pitbulls get involved here. And we'll hear more about it, I'm sure, on the next episode. Yeah, that's it. So, big show there. Hell of a match for the ECW TV Championship. Eddie Guerrero comes away with it. And then we have Shane Douglas retaining the title against the Sandman, and woman, woman turning on the Sandman to join Shane Douglas. So Interesting developments going on here as we continue to build to Hostile City Showdown. On the next episode, we're going to continue more with some action from Three Way Dance, but we are going to also see the rematch between Shane Douglas and Sandman from Hostile City Showdown. Oh, another damn good episode coming up. Like I said, it's the Pitbulls against the Broad Street Bullies. Raven versus Tommy Dreamer. Bula McGillicuddy's going to debut. And then oh, again, wait for that. Shane Douglas and the Sandman. Can't wait! Oh, another good show coming up. Well, we're going to take a quick little break. And we have our music break. And this song, that I chose this one. So I looked up what was popular, you know, at this time in April 1995. So in April 1995, on the same day as the episode we just covered, April 11th, Astro Creep 2000 came out from White Zombie. Ooh, okay. And the hit song was More Human Than Human. I had this CD. 
You had that? Yeah. Oh, it's fucking badass. So, More Human Than Human didn't, like, debut this day. It wouldn't be a single until, like, a month from now. But if you bought the album right away, you heard the song right away. So, that's what we're going to play. And, <laughs> like I said, I love that Cactus Jack promo. Where he's like, oh, pick a song. Pick any song. Oh, Bob Dylan. Make it a Bob Dylan song. So, hey, fucking more human than human, right? Yeah. I am an astro creep. A demolition hell. American <laughs> freak, yeah. <laughs> there it is, right? <laughs> I am an astro creep. <laughs> demolition style. American freak, yeah. Oh, human. <laughs> All right. So anyway, listen to the real version. White zombie. Rob Zombie. More Human Than Human, and we'll be right back with episode 104 from April 18th, 
we're back now for ECW Hardcore TV, episode 104 from April 18th, 1995. Hope you enjoyed some Rob Zombie, White Zombie rather, there with More Human Than Human. And we're going to continue on with our coverage of the three-way dance from April 8th, 1995. And we're going to get a little taste of the big match from Hostile City Showdown between Shane Douglas and the Sandman. Now woman aligned with Shane Douglas. Fuck, this woman's bouncing back and forth. So I guess that's what a lot of women do. But anyway. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, let's get to it. And, you know, no hoopla here. Let's just get right back into the show. We've got a runtime of 42 minutes. Again, if you want to watch the copy that we're watching, it's available on the BTT Drive. And if you go to the network, it's going to be pretty close. So go ahead and check that one out, too. If you have ads, then, well, you got ads. And (laughs) the timing's going to be off. If you want to just listen to us here, then check it out later, and then, yeah, do that, too. But anyway, for those of you watching along, I'll give a countdown, three down to one, then I'll say play. And when I say play, we all click play. JV, you rats? Yes, sir. All right. Three, two, one, play. Hello, everyone. This is Joey Styles for Extreme. All right, Joey Styles. Joey. Joey in the house. is over. And the world of oh, so Joey Styles has just said that House House City Showdown is over. And yes, this is April 18th, and the show was April 15th. So this is three days after. But most of the coverage will still be covering three-way dance. Just to give you a kind of time perspective, they just know what has happened at Hostile City Showdown. Which I can't wait to cover as just one big show. Because that's a damn good one. And I love this period because it's inching closer to when I actually first started watching. July 1995 is the first time that I watched. No, I was just going to ask you, do you remember like... Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, July 1995. And I even had, you know, BTT Mike Mills was doing requests for episodes. He used to do like, yeah, basically just do requests for current listeners and whatnot. And I requested the first episode that I ever saw of ECW. And he did that episode. He covered it. He watched it already and did a review of it with uh, Lance Peterson, who does the world-class championship wrestling show with him. I'm familiar with him. So they did that. It would be great when we get to that. Hell of an episode. And had things not gotten, well, crazy tonight, this is what you would have seen. Just a few minutes Actually, for the first week I ever, ever, it's fucking like seven weeks, I forgot to put my picks in the pool. I know, I, I noticed. I fucking pissed. Like, damn, you were like close. Like, not close, but like in the mix with everybody. Now you missed a week. It's like, and then the did survive- we just give up or what? <laughs> no, I fucked up all of my pools. And then like the survivor pool I'm in, you pick two teams. Yeah, uh, you get two spot. I have two spots. I had to pick. I forgot what it was like. I picked Niners and Colts because I had both my fucking spots alive. And I'm like, well, I'm oh, not gonna fucking all in on one team, right. you know? Yeah, fuck. Shit, that sucks. Hey, put your put your picks in. Don't just give up like a bunch of people do. No, I'm still gonna put them in. Fuck that. Yeah. No, you never know. No, you're right. You never know. People could fuck up. I'm down like seven games on the first place, but I don't give up. I just keep putting my picks in. 
something to play for. Right. I don't know. It keeps, I, don't know. I, don't mind. I like picking them. Right, and it's more so just I want to see how I do, ultimately. Like, I want to have that undefeated week one time just for myself. <laughs> All right, so what we have here is Raven and Stevie Richards, and Stevie Richards is fly, uh, firing Tony Stetson and Johnny Baldspot from from Raven's flock or nest or whatever the fucking calling it at this point. Tony Stetson talking a bunch of bullshit. He's wearing the same jean jacket that Shane Douglas just had on, with the collar popped. Okay, this is a big deal right here. Alright, so Stevie Rich is saying that he's going to introduce a tag team that will destroy that will destroy Tony Stetson and Johnny Hotbody. We get the Pitbulls! And Raven doesn't seem too impressed. As I'm not impressed because we already know who the fucking Pitbulls are. <laughs> but they're coming out. They're coming out to their music. It's the ECW music. It's that Rob Zombie music. White Zombie music. Keep fucking that up. That sucks, though. Like, your opening music to your show is that music, but then you use it again for a tag team? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. I can understand if they were paying for the music, but they're not. So, like, Right, use different music. Yeah, be flexible. <laughs> be creative. No, it's probably fucking Pitbull number one. No, I picked this music before you had it on the show. I'm coming out to that. I figured it out. Their outfits are like Pinhead. <laughs> what were they called? Celeboids? the fuck are they called? I'm not too knowledgeable about the Hellraiser world, universe, whatever the fuck. And it is an expansive universe from what I understand. But I don't know shit yeah, about it. comic books and fucking everything. It's nuts. Yeah. I mean, that's a fucking world I might dive into eventually, but... And Pinhead's not even, like, the biggest deal. Holy shit. I could be wrong about that, but... I, I, don't, I don't really know anything about them either, so... I just know there's like a magic box. It's like Pandora's box. I'm yeah, sure the whole Pandora's thing box. is based on... Right. It's a play on Pandora's box. Yeah, exactly. Alright, so Pipples make quick work out of uh, the job as the Broad Street Bullies. And now... We're back to Raven, Joey, and Stevie, and then let's lay out lay out for this because this is supposed to be a big deal. You finally succeeded. <laughs> I'd say so. You wanted us to kick some ass, and we kick some ass. Yeah. And that's only the beginning, baby. From here on in, everybody in ECW better beware. Oh, he's a actually he's a follower. Sorry, he's not a dickhead. Well, his character is he's supposed to be. Yes, that's right. His character, not Gary yeah, Wolf. Gary Wolf was awesome. Gary Wolf's badass. Being a dickhead. We're gonna assume he didn't walk around like Philly talking like everybody like that. That's true. Gary Wolf, you're okay with us. Pimple number one, you suck. You got heel heat. 
Gary Durant. Sorry. I, I, no, not Gary Durant. Uh, I forget his fucking first name, but whatever. Pitbull number two, no excuse for you. Sorry. All right. Now, this is what I think we need to listen to. <laughs> Let's lay out for this. Tonight to us, but I have something else. I'm called Raven Rayman, like the fucking little cartoon character, video game Rayman. <laughs> Rayman. Hey Rayman. <laughs> the girl. The, the girl. The girl you were telling me about. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I know it's coming. Oh, wait, all right, all right. The girl that was in summer camp with you and Dreamer. You remember you told me that story about that girl? What girl? The worst three months of my life. Too much, dumbass. I got a big surprise for you, a bigger surprise than the pitbulls. I brought her here tonight. You, you brought her here? Oh, it's like <laughs> that was awesome. Oh, so those were ECW. Those, shows, yeah, ECW the joined the revolution. Yeah. Overweight piece of hell to the ECW arena. This is the song that we gotta play at the end. Yeah. Keep it separated. So we, we haven't played this, right? I don't think so. Oh, oh my god. god. No, we we played this for Raven before. Yeah, never mind. Back to your pick. But shit. Hey, go back to Beulah. Yeah, where's Beulah? Oh, this oh. is. Oh. Oh boy. I love that look. That mid 90s look. Yeah. She's got. She's got a little sweater and the, and the dress. Little midriff showing there. Be a midriff. Alright, so I was wrong about the last song, but we haven't heard Man in the Box yet. Tommy Dream is coming out to Man in the Box. Here we go. Alice in Chains, JV. And in the box. Was that, uh, was that Mule from Breaking Bad? <laughs> yeah, yeah we've said that before. Yeah. Oh, we have. Yeah, but he were. Yeah, that's definitely him. Ah <laughs> oh, man, it's music. Here we go. Raven, Tommy Dreamer. All right. So at this point, we know now. Raven and Tommy Dreamer went to summer camp, and there was this girl that they maybe had beef over. That was Buell McGillicuddy, but Stevie Richards saying that she doesn't look like she did back then. Uh, she's fucking hot as fuck now, so the assumption is she looked like shit back then. But why would Raven care about somebody who wasn't attracted? 
past. I don't know. Maybe they were friends. Maybe they were pals. Who knows what this story has to come. But I love it. Because we're finally getting some yeah. kind of background story. It's great. Like, this is it's, the kind of thing you could take. It goes way back, yeah. This, like, this is ECW Universe. You can have, like, a throwback comic book series written about the history of Tommy Dreamer and Raven. Imagine that, like, a short comic book run of Raven, Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> like, as kids in summer camp. Yeah. Building up. That's a fucking story. WWE tries to do that shit. And Raven but is a huge fan. fan. I believe it. Yeah, he... His favorite... One of his favorites is Swamp Thing, actually. Yeah, Alan Moore's Swamp Thing run is, like, one of the top, like, five comic book runs of all time. Yep. <clears throat> I saw, yeah, it's funny, because the guy at the comic book store, Swamp Thing's, like, his favorite. Is that really? Like it. Yeah, that's like one. It's like I've heard him say numerous times. It's likely his favorite comic book. Like that. That. Yeah. One. Yeah. It's a good story. It's kind of like a Frankenstein story. A monster. A woman involved. Yeah. It's classic. It's classic horror. Old school horror. I always forget that Wes Craven directed the fucking first Swamp Thing, like the original Swamp Thing movie. That was a Wes the movie on USA? Not the USA, the like the movie from the 80s. Yeah, yeah. It was Wes Craven. I've seen that. It was Wes Craven? Yeah. No shit. <laughs> I remember the USA series, too. Yes, yes, that's right. Wasn't there another USA series recently? Was that on USA or something different? Yeah, I think it was only the pilot, though. It was like, oh, they had the budget tease. issues. Yeah, it made too much. Like, it was so expensive to do the first episode, from what I understand, that the studio just scratched it. Scrapped yeah. it. Which, not to get off topic, if you watch those CW shows for the DC stuff, like Flash or whatever, fucking Green Arrow, I guess. Yeah. Fucking Doom Patrol. Yeah, Flash has his own show, too. They fucking... Oh, Flash the first, is the first one. Yeah, the first two episodes, two or three episodes, are always great. Because the effects are there, they have a bigger budget. Then the budget goes to shit. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, that's why you need these need to be like big budget MCU flicks. Right. Or Disney Plus shows, because it sucks once the money goes away. And you don't have the CGI. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so we got Raven and Tommy Dreamer fighting in the crowd right now. Nothing crazy to talk about. They're just beating the fuck out of each other. So, I'll go back to Flash real quick. I, I enjoyed that first one or two seasons, though, of Flash on CW. I thought they did a good story building, and even if the effects weren't eh. great. I thought the story got it, shitty after, like, after, like, the end of, like, towards the end of the first season. The first season and second season is when they, when they brought in the, um, the reverse Flash. Yeah. I like yep. that. Dr. Holland. Yeah, they're still fighting out in the crowd, and that's what this match should be—just beating the fuck out of you, fuck out of each other. We're starting to see some new people in the crowd that we've never seen before. CCW gets more popular. That's what's happening. 
Got people wearing matching t-shirts that they made like they were a fucking fraternity coming. Yeah, let's all let's all call it a show. You know, we're gonna make the trip down and wear all the t-shirts the same. Yeah, I guess that's kind of cool. I mean, I would love to have done that, but I'll make fun of it now. <laughs> There's some old fucking looking ladies here in the crowd too. Know what that is? Some kids got their moms to bring them. Bring them, yeah. <laughs> and the mothers are like, "What the fuck is going on?" Yeah, All they right. see this shit. They're like, what? Right, we're at the eagle's nest. and We're going to try this at home. <laughs> Raven is on the platform. He's not on a table or anything. He's just on a platform. And Tommy Dreamer climbed up a few steps on the on the ladder. That leads to uh, the, the legit eagle's nest where, Tommy, where Joey Styles is, rather. And he dived off, did a body splash on Raven. Now he's got Raven. He's bringing him back to the ring. Tommy is in charge of this match. He's fucking up Raven. Yes. This is very one-sided. Yeah. Raven hasn't done diddly dick. And now they're back in the ring. Raven is down. Center of the ring. The crowd's loving it. Oh, yeah. Dream is calling for either a pile driver or I'm going to butt fuck you from behind. And, yes, it's a pile driver. Okay. I'm glad it wasn't a ladder. Here we go. This is a this is the typical pile driver that JV was talking about before, where you hold him by the waist and not by the legs. <laughs> Boom! Down. Spike. And the crowd is asking for it. We want Raven's blood. That's what Sign Guy has. How do they not like Raven as a character at this point? Raven's got heat. Raven's fucking cool. Oh shit! Tommy Dreamer just bit Raven. Now he's all bloody. Now this is hardcore. This is great, man. JV, this has only been... Oh, shit. Even nice flow. Swing DT. Even flow DDT. That's what it'll become oh, yeah, that's known as. Yeah, yep. Oh, but Tommy Dreamer had his arm across Raven. And Raven's shoulders were down. So the ref was pinning Raven now. But Raven kicked out. And here we go. Another DDT. Another even flow. And we have Stevie talking to Beulah outside the ring. She hasn't done jack shit yet. I don't know how she's going to play into this. Well, he didn't go for a pinfall. But Raven went to the second rope and just hit a drop kick to Tommy Dreamer. But Raven now bloody faced. It's a bloody mess. Yes. It's crimson. Hey, got a crimson mask on. And I don't know, Stevie Richards asking Buell for a blowjob because she keeps giving him, like, side eye. Like, fuck off, buddy. I don't like your shitty-ass perm and your stupid-ass T-shirt. Who do you think you are? Stevie Richards got a muffin-top mullet. Oh, in the ring we got a body slam. Nice power slam by Raven. But we go, we keep going back outside the ring and getting some shit between Stevie and Beulah. I don't know what that's going to tell us. Oh. Oh, we missed what was probably going to be a cool reversal. Yeah. There was some good action in the ring, but we cut back to Stevie giving Beulah a kiss. Beulah smacks him, and now Stevie's <laughs> choking the fuck out of Beulah. Like it's, it's like it's a crime scene investigation show. It's like when Homer chokes Bart. Yeah, exactly. So, and then Tommy tries to save Stevie, 
Well, no, rather, Tommy tried. <laughs> oh my God! Wow! This, what the this hell? Tommy Jr. just got fucked up. Tommy tried to save Beulah from getting choked by Stevie, and then Beulah automatically turns around with fucking some hairspray, squirts Tommy Dreamer in the eye. Raven crawls out of the ring, hits a DDT on the outside of the ring, the third DDT, and then rolls him in the ring and gets the win. So what the fuck was going on there? Was that a whole setup? That was a whole setup between Stevie and Beulah. Beulah got choked the fuck out, fucked out by uh, Stevie, like you said, Bart Simpson style. <laughs> All... Then hit him with the fucking Aquanet. <laughs> so Beulah was just going for, you know, pulling at the heartstrings, basically, of Tommy. Like, oh, if you kiss me, Stevie, and I smack you and you choke me, I know Tommy's going to notice and come out and try to save me because he's that bitch that he is. And we'll be able to fuck him. Oh my god, she's getting whipped around. Like a fuck. You know, so, Beulah was also a penthouse model, too. So with that said, if this was you know, 2021, Beulah would have been fucking like on Pornhub. <laughs> Too bad. Damn. <laughs> I would like to see that. that. God damn. <laughs> Sorry, I looked for something back in the day. Alright, so we're getting a recap of last week. But, hey, what another great match, JV. Another great storyline. Yeah, say the match wasn't great, but no, the storyline no. was great. Right. I like the backstory. Like, you know, I hope they, back get it, they actually talk about that more. Right. Happened. Well, and I'm sure we'll get good promos from Raven. It's going to be some Jerry Springer shit. Yeah. So nonetheless, we're getting good matches, good stories, thought out things here. It's not the Super Destroyers. <laughs> this was the match, though. One of the best matches we've seen on ECW. Absolutely. I think. I mean, this was a really good fucking match. It's hard to deny that this is probably one of the best matches we've seen. Yeah. We haven't had many four or five star matches. <laughs> yeah. That was sick. What a great fucking finish between sick. Eddie and Tunkel. Oh, an Eddie promo. Me, Daddy. I'm a second generation wrestler. I came out drop kicking the doctor when I was born. Yeah, that's right. I'm, I got blood from the tip of my toes to the top of my head. And I know what wrestling's all about. So I'm warning all you athletes in ECW, bring it on. Because I'm ready for you. Because I know what it is to be on top. And I'm going to stay on top. Recently, nice. The I like that. He came out of the womb fucking dropkicking Doc. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great line. That's awesome. I've never heard that before. It just puts over how great his dropkick is. Alright. We got a... Ooh. Back to the history. Of the Sandman. Alright, so we're going to get a video repackage here. We got some knockoff Shane Douglas music here. Alright, this ain't the real shit. This is like a honky-tonk country version. This is bullshit. Version. It's like a shitty cover band. Yeah. It's like Dirty Deeds when they do ACTC covers. 
<laughs> yeah. Have you heard them before? They're actually Dirty really Deeds? Yeah, yeah, the ACDC cover band. Yeah, yeah. This actually sounds like a Rolling Stones song. <laughs> Alright, so it's all a recap of building up to women turning on the Sandman, setting up for the big match at Hostile City Showdown. Oh, it is, it is a Rolling Stone song. I don't know why I'm shitting on it, but it did sound like a knockoff at first. But, but you can't really hear it that well. All I hear is like a fucking harmonica. Alright, so we'll let this play out and we'll get to the match in just a moment. Some harmonica. <laughs> yeah. This blues traveler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> love is strong. That's what this is. Love is strong. Shane Douglas remains the champion with the help of a woman. Yeah, this was one of the later hits of the Rolling Stones, right? Or like one of their reunion toys, I think. It could be way Yeah, off. it's definitely not one of their classics. That's for no, damn sure. But it's one of the later ones. Love is strong. Women's now number two in town. It's been around too long. Oh, yeah. It's Beulah time. Yeah, Love is Strong <laughs> by Rolling Stones came out in 94. Jeez. All right, so our, choice, sucks. our choices would be Rolling Stones, Love is Strong, or Alice in Chains, Man in the Box. Damn, Alice in Chains. Alice in Chains, yeah. <laughs> All right, here it is. We're going to watch this match again next episode, but hey, let's fucking see it now. Big match for the ECW Championship franchise versus the Sandman. And does he mean business? Still wearing his Rex Quandos. April 15th. Main event feel here because that's what it is. Give me a shot of woman. Let me see a woman here. Sandman standing in the ring with a weapon. Yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> yeah, I was to say. Like, hey, put that outside. Hey, fuck yeah, this is a wrestling match. You yeah. can't just have a weapon. The bell rang. All right, you're disqualified. You just hit him with the fucking <laughs> cane. So Not an ECW. That's what I hated, though, about the time. Like, oh, yeah, sometimes rules apply and sometimes it doesn't fucking matter. Well placed elbow. 
Like, give a stipulation at least. Make it legit. Alright, so Shane Douglas rebounds from Sandman's weak attempt. Shane Douglas hits a knee lift, but Shane, uh, Sandman sold that. Pretty shitty. Like, he even looked like, when's it coming? When's it coming? And then, and then took the knee lift. There we get a snap suplex from Shane Douglas. So that Shane is Douglas. an impressive snap suplex on a guy that they have billed at 278 pounds in the Sandman. Uh, well, I believe it's 278 pounds. Because what's his height? He's probably yeah, he is out of shape. Six. He's out of shape and he's like six one, right? But I, I didn't see the height. Is that what he is? That oh, then it, I don't think they showed the taller. height. But I'll, that's what I'm guessing. I'd say Shane Douglas is probably. Like about six feet tall, at most. I don't think he's that tall. None of the greats are. No. Not the technical ones, at least. That's why they're technical. <laughs> Even Bret Hart. He's probably six. He's probably legit six feet tall. Build a six-one. Give me that one inch. Makes me sound tall. Better. It's like people that lie in their license. Fuck those people. <laughs> they should have to. They should fucking legit take your height. No, do this. Why don't they? That's what. Why don't they? So two Sandman Shane Douglas matches we get here on this this week of the Extreme ECW live cast. It's pretty cool. They're telling a fucking story. Shane Douglas retained with the help of woman. Now we get the rematch. Shane Douglas is in control with a flying body press off the rope. The crowd's loving it. Sandman kicks out. Douglas complaining. That was two. That was two. Finnegan says, fuck no. Sandman gets out, just tosses Shane out of the ring. Got to catch a breather. Oh! A little leg drop to Shane Douglas on the outside of the ring, on the ring apron. Sandman doesn't know what to do. <laughs> he looks like shit, dude. Yeah, he it's looks like shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> I know we say it all the time, but it's just like, damn. Now, I think we try to give him credit a lot, but he fucking looks like shit. Yeah. He looks like he's legit fucked up. <laughs> Look at this. Karen oh, oh, man. He fucking... He, Shane Douglas hit, hit the guardrail. Oh, uh, from, I thought he hit the pillar of the building. <laughs> like that big black thing? It's a pillar. Oh, uh, yeah, like... Right. I think that holds up the fucking building. <laughs> no, it wasn't, though. Because that's way in the corner there. It was the guardrail. The camera angle made it look like it was one of those support beams. But Shane Douglas just took him off the guardrail and slammed him in... Took him off the ring apron, rather, and slammed him into the guardrail. Now we just got the opposite. Sandman did the same thing. He just whipped 
Cheney Douglas from the ring apron. Throw him into Goderell. Now he's going to body slam on the concrete. That wasn't so bad because we obviously noticed Shane Douglas' boots hit first. And he's got a chair from the crowd. A gift from the crowd. Yeah, a little present. Oh, wow. Yes. That was stiff. Shane Douglas, shoulder like, blade. Shane Douglas rolls out of the <laughs> He rolls right out of the ring. Fuck this. I'm out of here. We're crying. Shane Douglas will be leaving ECW within months. And maybe he decides, yeah, maybe I should go to WWF and work with some train wrestlers. Yeah. Rather, rather than this fuck. <laughs> like, I made a name here. Maybe I can be safe WWF. Not have to wrestle with this fucking ima no, amateur. Because that's really what he is. Sorry to say. It's like, you're an amateur. <laughs> yeah, that Christian Bale rant. Yeah, yep. On the set. Yep. You're amateur. <laughs> He's an ECW original, but that's, that's all you can say. <laughs> Fucking Rex Quando. Couldn't do a roundhouse kick if you wanted to, though. Woman looks embarrassed. Doesn't know what to do. Give him the stick! Yeah, here's a stick. You need a stick to win. I want the stick! Alright. Oh, Sandman can't even whip... <laughs> Sandman can't even whip Shane Douglas into the corner without falling down. Yeah, and I get it. Some people will say, well, yeah, the momentum... Slammed him to the ground. No. The fucking awkwardness sent him down. He tripped over his fucking shitty white sneakers from J.C. Penny. I was going to the top rope for a leg drop. Way out of position. Yeah. yeah it looked like it was never going to happen. And it didn't because Shane Douglas moved. Good thing he moved because it would have got fucking kicked in the head. Who got shots? It was like chest shots. Yeah. Well, that one landed. Stiff. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Getting punched in the stomach sucks. Oh, Douglas was Douglas was able, like, almost unable to pick him up and do that back. I think he's still feeling that chair shot. That was a legit chair shot. Yeah, he's been fucking aching since he rolled under the rink. Yeah. yeah nice standing drop kick, sending Sandman into the corner. Douglas is going to whip him around. We'll get a reversal. Oh. Yep. Sandman hits a steel post after Douglas avoids Sandman. And now we got a cross-face chicken wing. A real cross-face chicken right. wing. Not Sandman's half-ass. Oh! Yeah. Woman just whacked Sandman. No, woman just whacked Shane Douglas. And now, what? He got to the pin. Yeah. So, wow. So, Douglas got the cross-face. On Sandman, woman came up with the cane, hits Shane in the back of the leg. He falls down while Sandman's still in the crosswing. Falls on Shane. Shane shoulders on the mat. One, two, three. Sandman wins the title. 
Ten man's a champ. And woman helped him. This fucking bitch. Can't trust her. Wow. Hey, at least Shane Douglas can say he fucked her, though. Right? Because that was... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what they were alluding to. Yeah. So, she put out to help Sandman get the title. As Terry Funk that's would... That's a woman. As Terry Funk would say, She's a whore! <laughs> and that's what, you know... We missed that when we were doing the promo earlier because we were talking a little bit and then we cut to it, but Terry uh, Funk was talking about... <laughs> Cactus Jack's wife being a whore. <laughs> Who's a whore? Sandman's, Sandman's about to smoke a victory butt. Yep, so Sandman's a champ. Oh, fuck. Douglas isn't in the crowd. Well, he grabbed something from the crowd. What is this? Oh, he's grabbing an ECW shirt. Oh, no. That's not an ECW shirt. That's a Monday Night Monday Raw. Monday Night Raw. No Uncut. Shit. Uncensored. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Oh, fuck. The crowd's pissed. Instant heat. Oh, shit. That that had to be a plant with that shirt. There yeah, was a guaranteed. They're probably doing him the favor on the way out. It also... Well, it's not the way out quite yet, because it's still a few months to go until he leaves. But this is a way to make Sandman the babyface. Let's listen. Oh. I'm going to go somewhere where I can wrestle, then you can all kiss my ass. Shane Douglas wearing the Monday Night Raw shirt. And that's what I was saying before. Hey, maybe he wants to leave because Sandman sucks ass. Well, shit, I didn't know this was going to happen. Shane Douglas has the t-shirt the, the on. But he instantly becomes the heel. Whereas he was just the babyface as the champ. And Sandman was the heel because woman helped Shane Douglas. And now they love fucking Sandman. And they're fucking chanting, na-na-na-na. What? This ECW crowd is so fickle. <laughs> yeah, sensitive. Paul Heyman. <laughs> Paul Heyman plays them like puppets. <laughs> yep. As he still does to this day. Look at that. Sandman's the champ. I like how she's holding the title. Yeah, woman it's like holds she's the, the champ. Right, she won it. Like, I was the mastermind of this. Your shitty ass sucked dick. It took me to help you win this. Fuck yeah. Hope we get some promos right after this. Want to hear some bitching. Alright, World Heavyweight Title History. Oh, we got a recap of Shane Douglas's run as the champion. August 27th, Shane Douglas, already the Eastern Championship Wrestling title holder, defeats Two Gold Scorpio in the final of the NWA World Heavyweight Title Tournament. Alright, so we get a video package here now. Yeah, we get off. Wrong lyric. <laughs> oh, it is simply the best, though, right? Yeah, but not that part. Oh. Alright, now Shane Douglas tosses down that NWA title and establishes Extreme Championship Wrestling in the ECW World Heavyweight Championship. Well, this was his belt. Now, Sandman's the champ. It's a big change. 
So in WWE history, like in their record books, like within their like you know, publications and whatnot, they credit Shane Douglas as being the person that established ECW. Like there would be no ECW without Shane Douglas, is what they say. Because he won the title and he was the franchise and all that. So it's nice that they actually give him that credit because they shit all over him after that. And they blackballed him. They never let him come back. But at least they say he's the main reason why ECW was a thing. Other than Paul Heyman. Yeah. Look at the date. That's a long time. August 27th and April 15th. Yeah. It's a good rain. As the champ, and now Sandman is the second ECW World Heavyweight Champion. All right. Joey Styles is going to talk to a woman. Oh, all right. Let's shut up and listen. Am I ever proud of you, you son of a gun? You did it. Hey, what a display of wrestling. I love you for it. When are you going to give me a chance at that belt? Hey, just talk to her, buddy. Just talk to her. Back to business. When are you going to give me a chance at that belt? Ron Simmons now, too. All the way live. You're the king of the hill now. All the way live. Couldn't it be no Hey. What can I say? You did it all. You Thank being you. the woman you are, we've been around a while. I know you're going to let him give me a shot too, right? That's, That's correct, all. Just, just, you just call me and just name your know. date. I know you're going to keep your, your word, huh? What's your hey, name, woman was his manager. Keep it up. Damn, <laughs> it's so uncoordinated. You say the Marquis says wrestling? Well, as you know it right now, Wrestling is dead. Long live the new ECW heavyweight champion, the Sandman. Shane Douglas, there's only one thing I want to ask you. In this male-dominated society, in this male-dominated business, who's got the power now, franchise? Snap at the finger. Yeah, this it's like she's the champ. I love it. Yeah, he's like, oh, check with her. Yeah. See if you're going to get a title shot. And the other thing, though, with Sandman, he's like, oh, wrestling's over. This is extreme now. I don't have to be a good wrestler to be the champion. I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> I just have the title because of her. Wow. Crazy. The press conference from Florida at which the Sandman will announce that his first world heavyweight title defense will be on May 5th at the War Memorial in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, against none other than Shane Douglas's best friend, Cactus Jack. Join us next week, as this is going to be... Huh? Since when has he been his best friend? No, he's been buddies. They they brought it up before. He came yeah, to make the save. Well, that's how they're putting it now. He came to make the save to Cactus Jack a few uh, weeks right. back. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha, they went to wrestling school together with Dominic Danucci, that kind of shit. So yeah, that wraps things up, and we're going to have Sandman versus Cactus Jack coming up soon. But before we even get to that, we're going to watch all of Hostile City Showdown. It's going to be our Supercard Special number 10. And we're going to watch that entire show. So we'll see this match again, but a great card prior to that match. So be ready for that in two weeks. That's what's coming up. Well, one thing before we uh, wrap things up here. 
And again, great show, JV, right? Fucking off Hell the yeah. Bottom, I mean, man. it's crazy because it's a great show, even if you get rid of the two cool Scorpion Eddie Guerrero match. But that match outsigns everything else. Right. And, th- and, and that's how we kick things tonight. off. What we've covered in the entire episode today is what I'm saying. Yeah, just everything's been awesome. Yeah. And, you know, thanks guys for listening and watching along with us or just listening. But if you didn't watch this, go back and watch these episodes because this is fucking prime ECW stuff that you should watch. So check it out for yourself on your own without JV and I fucking bickering and bumbling and stumbling around. <laughs> you know, it's fun to listen to, but watch it on your own too because this was some damn good stuff for sure. So, yeah, I have that to say. And then, you know, before we move on with the wrap up, I do want to give you a kind of rundown of what also happened on the three-way dance show. All right, and like I said, it's available on the BTT Drive, so you can watch it there. But there were some non-televised matches that you'll be able to watch there. All right, so we, we get a match, and I'm going to give away the results. But you can watch those matches there. It's Mikey Whipwreck against Ron Simmons. Mikey Whipwreck defeats Ron Simmons by DQ, which makes sense. So we get Mikey Whipwreck, Ron Simmons. We get the hair versus hair match. And this is another thing that Rick BB brought up. It's like, oh, a hair versus hair match between two guys that barely have any hair who have shaved their heads basically already. Axel and Ian Rotten. <laughs> and in this hair versus hair match, Axel Rotten defeats Ian Rotten. So I assume Axel Rotten shaves Ian Rotten's head after the match. That's would be, you know, that would be the stipulation, right? Hair versus hair match. And then we also got Hack Myers defeating Dino Sendoff. Who? Yeah, Dino. No, he was a jobber. One of the uh-huh. one of the new jobbers. Not really new, but shitty guy. <laughs> so, <laughs> those matches are on three way dance. And yeah, I'm gonna have to make time to just watch that on my own for my own knowledge. But yeah, check that out. Over on the BTT Drive. And with that said, let's let's wrap things up. So we'll be back with a wrap-up. Just snap your fingers? Yeah. Oh, do you normally do that? No. Oh, I was just saying, <laughs> that's the first time I've ever heard it. <laughs> All right. All right, now we're back for the Extreme ECW Livecast wrap-up. And as I had just said... We're coming back in two weeks with our next Supercard special. It's number 10, Hostile City Showdown from April 15, 1995. You're going to love doing that one. And it's it's a big show. It's one of the best shows that we've got to cover at this point. So can't wait for that. Also, check us out on the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast, the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. And as I've said before, we are heading to the end of Stone Cold's career. At this point, he's now co-general manager of Monday Night Raw with Eric Bischoff. And this week is episode 130. Boring and unmasked. Boring and unmasked, and we're covering June of 2003. Stone Cold's going to shit all over Lance Storm for being boring. And he's also going to get on Kane's ass for being also boring and lackadaisical at best. And that's going to cause Stone Cold to get Kane to take his mask off. So, there we go. That's what we have on the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast. Also, again, one more time, guys. Follow us on Twitter. Follow me, Mike Pru at MPRU83. 
Paul JV at John Van Damage. Paul's on Twitter at ExtremeCast, at ExtremeCast. And then also, get praise for the show. Tweet it at ExtremeCast. Tag BTT so Mike Mills knows we're fucking doing something over here and people like it. You know, he'll, he'll probably like that too. So, tweet at us. Tell us what you enjoy. And thanks, guys, for listening. BTT Army, we love you. BTT Goon Squad, even more so. And we'll be back in two weeks with Hostile City Showdown. And we're going to play out with some Alice in Chains man in the box. JV, any final words? Nah. We are out. See you in two. So long.